the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Thursday, January the 7th, 2021, in the year of our Lord. A transformational day in the history of America. I'll come back to that in a moment. But today on January 7th, 1789, America held its first presidential election as voters chose electors who a month later selected George Washington to be the nation's first president, first chief executive. Today in 1896, Fanny Farmer published her first cookbook. Today in 1927, commercial uh, transatlantic telephone service was inaugurated between New York and London. Today in 1942, Japanese forces began besieging American and Filipino troops in Bataan during World War II. The fall of Bataan, as you will remember, there were many, many family members from across America, particularly here in the West, who were involved in that. Three months later, there would be what we know as the notorious Death March, Bataan. Today in 1953, President Trump, or President Truman, announced in his State of the Union message to Congress that the United States had developed a hydrogen bomb. Today in 1959, the United States recognized the new government of Cuba six days after Fidel Castro had led the overthrow of Batista. Today in 1979, Vietnamese forces captured the Cambodian capital of Phnom Penh, overthrowing the Khmer Rouge government. One of the most vicious, um, demonic governments ever to exist on the planet, and there have been a number of them. Today, in 1989, Emperor Hiroshita of Japan died in Tokyo. He was 87. His son succeeded him. Today, in 1999, for the second time in history, an impeached American president went on trial before the Senate. President Bill Clinton faced charges of perjury and obstruction of justice. And today, in 2019, Amazon eclipsed Microsoft as the most valuable publicly traded company in the United States. That's some of the things that happen today in history. But as we speak, history is being made. I've got good news for you in that in the midst of all of the chaos that's going on, and believe me, there is a lot of chaos going on in our country today. The world is obsessed. The world press, the world news, just people all over this globe are obsessed with what's happening in America. Some are applauding. They want us to collapse from within or without. It doesn't matter. They want to see the end of America. Others are concerned because what happens in America affects most people on the globe one way or another. The book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 35 and 36, is familiar to most Christians. But let me share it with you. It says, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. 
for you have need of patience. I don't know about you, but I don't feel very patient right now, but for you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. That's a general promise of God, instruction. It has to do with the overall life of a believer. As we do the will of God, we will receive the promise. But in that verse, there is also the assurance. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 26 talks about confidence. Where do, how do we have confidence when we live in such a, a dynamic, fluid, changing time? Well, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 26 says, For the Lord, the Lord shall be your confidence, and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Paul wrote in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 7:16, I rejoice, therefore, I have confidence in you, <laughs> other believers, in all things. He wrote to the Ephesians, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith in him. Beloved, John wrote, If our heart condemns us not, then have we confidence toward God. They that wait upon the Lord, Isaiah said, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The Bible is full of verses that talk about confidence because there are so many things in our world today that can strip confidence. America is stunned this morning because of what happened. It's never happened in the history of our nation, at least not since the British burned down our capital in the early 1800s. But not only America is stunned, but the world is stunned. While President Trump was speaking at a rally in front of the White House yesterday, Vice President Pence, he told a joint session of Congress that he was not going to take any action regarding the widespread fraud found during our presidential election. And it was indeed widespread. He said he only had the constitutional authority to count and certify the electoral votes. It's interesting. It's interesting. Because 72 or 73 percent of Republicans see Trump as a model for the party's future. When the Republican Party reorganizes itself, This coming year, now that we are where we are, voters strongly believe this poll was conducted just a few days ago and new Rasmussen reports finds that between 72 and 73, 72 point something of likely Republican voters think their party should be more like Trump than the average Republican member of Congress. Now, will they act on that in the next election? I don't know. But that's how they feel. So it's interesting that as the process of certification began, tens of thousands of protesting people flooded the Capitol, entering the chamber itself, disrupting the joint session during this certification process. The building was damaged. Lawmakers were evacuated. I want to talk to you a little bit about that. As the joint session of Congress convened yesterday, they were there, of course, to certify the electoral votes of the presidential election. 
making Joe Biden the next president of the United States. President Trump was speaking to thousands who had rallied outside the White House in support of Trump and in support of honest and fair future elections. In his speech, President Trump repeatedly urged Vice President Mike Pence to take action and stop the certification of the electoral vote because of this widespread fraud. I've said many times on this program, I personally believe there is widespread election fraud in the last presidential election, not because Trump lost. I would believe that regardless, based on what I have seen personally, and I'm not involved in any of the investigations, but I can tell you I've been following vigilantly all of those who have. And some of the things that some of those people are saying, and I'm not going to get into who, but some of the people that's been in the news a lot, uh, lawyers, etc., I think they're overstating some things, frankly. But by and large, as I have watched this very, very, as I said, with great vigilance, I believe there was not just some, but much wrongdoing, fraud, in the last election, in the process. Upon taking the chair of the joint session, Vice President Pence told Congress yesterday, he said he had sent them a formal letter advising them, and they had it in their hand, advising them that he would not try to decertify the electoral votes. Pence said in his letter, and he said it on the record yesterday as they began the session, he said, quote, I do not believe that the founders of our country intended to invest the vice president with unilateral authority to decide which electoral vote should be counted during the joint session of Congress. And no vice president in American history has ever asserted such an authority. While Pence was declaring his refusal to reject any of the electoral votes, President Trump was telling the crowd gathered in front of the White House, quote, Mike Pence, I hope you're going to stand up for the good of our Constitution and the good of our country. And if you're not, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. I will tell you that right now. I'm not hearing good stories. Pence said in his letter and his comments, some believe that as vice president, I should be able to accept or reject electoral votes unilaterally. But he said, I disagree. He said, it's my considered judgment that my oath to support and defend the Constitution constrains me from claiming unilateral authority to determine which electoral votes should be counted and which should not. So help me God. Well, before the joint session could get underway, tens of thousands of demonstrators flooded the Capitol building. You've seen the pictures. You've heard the reports. They're very biased coming out on the news, but it is what it is. They were actually entering the building, the rotunda, even into the chamber. The world stopped yesterday to watch. Within minutes, everyone had an opinion as to what was happening and why. And most opinions were that Trump had caused the chaos and he's created the environment that exists in America today. Joe Biden was immediately brought before TV cameras so the networks could play again and again and again his comments. They are very um, loyal in broadcasting anything that he says. And if he doesn't say it very articulately, they edit it so that it is articulate. Let me be very clear. 
I don't agree with what happened in Washington, D.C. yesterday. I condemn the desecration of our U.S. Capitol building, the lawlessness, the disruption of the joint session of Congress. It's not right. It's wrong. But if you take a closer look at what Joe Biden was saying, it's very revealing. And I wanted to take a couple of minutes this morning because in the wee hours of the night, well, most of us slept or were trying to sleep, laying there in our bed, staring at the ceiling, perhaps. Joe Biden was certified. For the first time, he is now officially president-elect. And that happened in the early hours of this morning. Because after all of the rioters were cleared out of the Capitol, Congress reconvened to get the job done. Biden said yesterday, he said, at this hour, our democracy is under unprecedented assault, unlike anything we've seen in modern times, an assault on the rule of law like few times we have ever seen. Well, that's hypocrisy. Ordinary Americans have spent the last year watching some of the same people who are breaking windows yesterday in the Capitol do so in our city streets, night after night after night. Can anyone in Seattle say, yeah, I think I remember that? Portland? Oh, yeah. Portland is the leader. They have been designated the leading riot city of 2020. All across America. Their lawlessness has not only been applauded, but celebrated. By Jenny Durkin, the mayor of Seattle. In Portland, Mayor Ted Wheeler tried to join them, and they laughed and mocked him, and then put up big signs calling for his resignation or his ouster as mayor. But he was trying to be one of the bunch. He said, I want to identify with these people who burned the city. Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin called the occupation on Capitol Hill, and you'll remember this. I've mentioned it. I, I never could quite, <laughs> I couldn't quite believe she said that, but she did. The occupation on Capitol Hill, she called it a summer of love last summer. After months of love and several people getting shot and businesses beginning to push back, she decided to condemn such actions, kind of. Portland's Mayor Ted Wheeler expressed expressed much the same attitude. Portland was burned and looted for more than 100 consecutive nights. In fact, as I said, he joined the rioters on the street at one point trying to identify with them. They rejected him and mocked him because of his weakness. More hypocrisy. Joe Biden, in his call for simple decency, also demanded that President Trump go on television right now. Right now, he said, and with his fists in clenched, he said, right now and demand that his people stop this. What was not reported, and it's starting to leak out this morning, was that President Trump had already made a video, a video message that he put on Twitter, condemning the actions, but the social media platform, Twitter, had blocked it. Many believe they did that purposely at that moment, to allow Biden to first demand that he do so, because the press were standing by, then show Trump responding to Biden's demand at some time, at some later time. I don't know if that was calculated or if it just happened that way, but that is the way that it played out. Twitter has still, this morning, has Trump's Twitter account blocked. He has millions and millions of followers, of course, on there. 
Joe Biden said the scenes of chaos at the Capitol do not reflect a true America, do not represent who we are. Well, the chaos included a woman being shot and killed at the Capitol. I hope that doesn't reflect who we are. I don't think it does. But it reflects who we are becoming thanks to the secular progressive agenda that's strangling public education. The secular progressives have remade public education into government-run indoctrination stations. I have said that so many times on this program. Our history has been revised or canceled. Our national character demeaned as systemically racist. Lawlessness has been celebrated and encouraged by the silence of the mayors and other far-left radical leaders. I'm not defending Trump. Things are changing in America. Our political construction is changing. Joe Biden is certified to become president on the 20th of this month. And two of the far-left, most crazy, inexperienced people I've ever seen elected to public office, both Democrats, both were elected in Georgia. Our history has been revised and canceled to the point that people, they don't even have a grasp of common sense, some of them across America. The violence at the Capitol yesterday reflects the constant drumbeat by the far left to remake America, or more recently, reimagine America. They want to reimagine things. Joe Biden and the press is consistently referring to those who were violent and destructive as Trump supporters. Associated Press this morning is all over the place, and there's got to be a thousand little TV stations across America and newspapers quoting them. They're calling it Trump's riot. The people that followed Trump rioted. I watched that yesterday, to be perfectly frank with you, and again, I'm not defending anybody, I'm speaking the truth. And I'm doing so from my understanding of God's word. That's what we do on this program. But I watched several hours of that yesterday. I just set aside the time and said, I'm going to watch this happen in real time. I watched, I don't know how many people were there. I mean, I've heard, <clears throat> I think tens of thousands are is an understatement. It could have been a couple of hundred thousand. I don't know. But I mean, there was a mass of people. In fact, I wrote an article about this today on our faith and freedom dot us on our website, and there's one aerial picture that we used in the article that I wrote, and um, it shows the <laughs> the massive amount of people from an aerial view. It is stunning. <clears throat> so I don't know how many were there, but they were there, and I was watching as. A few of as radicals were breaking windows out of our capital, and they were in there setting off. I guess it was tear gas or some I don't know, some kind of, of vapor, um, pepper spray, something. Um, they were. I saw images yesterday of people sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk with their feet on the desk. One guy was sitting up on the lectern of the uh, in the in the hall in the chamber in the the main seat up there <clears throat> with his fist clenched in the air. Now, those are not the people that I saw walking peacefully out on the grounds. And there were 
maybe hundreds of thousands, certainly tens of thousands. I saw middle America out there. I didn't see them burning anything. I didn't see them breaking any glass because they weren't. There were a few. And again, this is not a defense of Trump. If anything, it's a defense of ordinary people across this country. The media would have you to believe that the people inside breaking and loot, well, I don't know if they looted, but they were breaking and pushing and and <laughs> corrupting the capital of the most powerful nation on earth. They would have you to believe, the media, that those were the ordinary people, the 75 million or however many the end number was, it was around 75 million, who voted for Trump. That's a lie. That isn't true at all. Most of the people in that massive group yesterday were peaceful. The people that I saw pushing through the doors, some of them, some of them were not Antifa, but the leaders were. And I took some time to look into this before I even make this statement on this program today because we try to be we try to get it right. You can disagree with us, but I am not I am not accused by our detractors and those who resist us. I am not often, if ever, accused of not getting the facts right. There are those who profoundly disagree with me on what how I see the facts and what they mean. We try to get it right. And I will tell you, Antifa was embedded in that yesterday. In fact, there were people, just ordinary people from, I don't know, Des Moines, Iowa or somewhere, Kansas, maybe even Washington or Oregon. God forbid there are conservatives here in the Northwest. But they were posting pictures. These were not journalists. They were just folks. They were posting pictures of Antifa on buses being bussed in to Washington, D.C. yesterday. They've done that in Seattle. They've done it in Portland. They've done it in San Francisco. They've done it in Chicago. Why would they? And they've done it in Washington, D.C. before, earlier this past year. Why would they not do it now? This was the big deal. They did. They were there. That's where we are in America today. The pictures on the Internet of these buses loaded with Antifa driving into Washington, D.C. pretty much tells the story, but the press will not touch that because they stood by along with all of the other far-left leaders in these far-left towns and cities they stood by and by their silence, and in the case of Jenny Durkin and Ted Wheeler and some of the mayors that tried to even identify with them and celebrate them, but those who didn't go that far, at least by their silence, affirmed burning and looting and tearing, and they stood by while people's lives and businesses have been destroyed. And I want to tell you something, no matter how much Associated Press and ABC and NBC and CBS tries to blame it on the ordinary folks of America and a, <clears throat> and a leader, as they call him, of these people, Donald Trump, uh, the, being a mindless, reckless, almost dictator-type person. It wasn't those folks who looted and tried to burn the Capitol yesterday. It was a very highly organized group of people that led that, and yes, there were probably some who followed them into the Capitol. 
people were in there taking selfies. They weren't destroying anything. They shouldn't have been in there. And I, again, I denounce that. That is not the way it should work in any organized civilization, particularly America. I've seen that many times around the world as a missionary and in evangel- missionary evangelism and so on, and as a pastor helping others in the darkest corners of this earth start churches and villages and, and cities and large cities and little villages. And I've seen, I've seen the most base, dark, I've seen coups happen overnight. I've gone to bed in some of these places in the far corners of the earth and got up the next morning and, oh, the government's gone. They got a new government. But I never thought I'd see the day that that would be happening in America. But it it is. There is an attempt to do that now. But it, the the press is blaming the conservatives and the Christians. I want to tell you, this is not being driven by ordinary people across America. It's being driven by those who want to dismantle. They don't care about Republican, Democrat, Male, female, transgender, or a monkey. They don't care. They just use all of those agendas to advance their own particular um, plan and their agenda. And that is to dismantle. And when people like Joe Biden, who is set to become president, he's president-elect officially now. When these people appeal to those people on the basis of virtue, That is very, very concerning. We live at a time and in a time when we have got to be, we've got to know who we are and what we believe. Associated Press says this morning, Congress confirmed Democrat Joe Biden as the presidential election winner early Thursday. It was about 2, 3 o'clock this morning. They said, after a violent mob loyal to President Trump stormed the U.S. Capitol in a stunning attempt to overturn America's presidential election, undercut the nation's democracy, and keep Trump in the White House. That's the narrative. That's what Associated, uh, or Associated Press is saying as we speak. They say lawmakers were resolved to complete the electoral tally in a display to the country and to the world the nation's enduring commitment to uphold the will of the voters, the peaceful transfer of power. They say, Associated Press, this morning, before dawn Thursday, lawmakers finished their work confirming Biden won the election. Trump, they say, who had repeatedly refused to concede the election, said in a statement immediately after the vote that there will be a smooth transition of power on Inauguration Day. I'm quoting Associated Press, and then they quote President Trump, who could not tweet this, but he had an aide tweet it for him because the social media have blocked him. He said through his aide on social media, even though I totally disagree with the outcome of the election and the facts bear me out, nevertheless, there will be an orderly transition on January 20th. Associated Press also said the rioters were egged on by Trump, who has spent weeks falsely attacking the integrity of the election and had urged his supporters to descend on Washington, D.C. That's where we are today. Now, we're going to be talking about some of the aspects 
of what what's going to happen as we proceed. We'll continue this conversation tomorrow. I'll see you right here tomorrow.